When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To College Football Live, presented by Zillow. Hello, everybody. Happy to have you with us on this Wednesday. I'm Wendy Next with David Pollock and Desmond Howard. It is a good day, if you will, to turn the page and look ahead. And so we do, starting with some notable road games in week six. Perhaps none bigger than number six, Tennessee, heading to Baton Rouge for the first time since 2010. History may be on the side of the Tigers. Number 25, LSU, has won the past five, the second longest winning streak in series history. And then there's number 17, TCU, taking on number 19, Kansas, ranked for the first time since 09. The Jayhawks have started 5-0 this season, something they haven't done since the 09 season when they were last ranked. Oklahoma looking to bounce back when they face Texas. The Sooners coming off a huge loss to TCU. The 55 points, the second most allowed in a game by the Sooners against an unranked opponent in school history. Texas Tech on the road at number seven, Oklahoma State, trying to break an unfavorable streak. The Red Raiders have lost eight straight road games against ranked opponents and look to avoid a ninth. Number 18, UCLA welcomes number 11, Utah, on Saturday, hoping to continue their undefeated start. The Bruins looking for their first 6-0 start since 05. They entered, finished that season 10-2. And a big SEC matchup between Texas A&M and number one Alabama. The Aggies have three wins all time against AP number one opponents, and two of those have been against Alabama. Let's take a look now at today's road test presented by Goodyear. And out of all those games, and there are plenty to choose from, David, who has the toughest sledding on the road this weekend? I'm going with BYU. Obviously, they're a top 20 team. Um, Wendy, quote-unquote, road game. It's a quote-unquote neutral site, but Notre Dame technically the home team. I think Notre Dame's kind of figured it out a little bit, but should be a physical matchup of two brands that there's not going to be any bones about it. They're not going to throw the ball. 30 times a piece. They're going to line up and hit each other in the mouth. Should be a very physical game. Notre Dame will obviously have a great chance to beat BYU, but I think it'll be a really good football game. <laughs> oh, man, Pollock, I cannot believe you picked a neutral site game. I mean, is it – listen, BYU travels just as well as Notre Dame, so who knows what the uh, what the attendance is going to be. It may be 50-50, maybe 60-40 BYU, but I think that – the Tennessee game, Tennessee traveling to Baton Rouge. I mean, Wendy just said she gave you the stats. Hey, the Tigers, they've won five straight. And you look at Tennessee's offense when Hendon Hooker, who's a fantastic quarterback, he's running this offense at a high level. They're like number three in the nation in scoring offense. But they're going up against the Bayou Bengals defense that's third in the conference in scoring in total defense. And they've been able to keep their team in games when Jaden Daniels in the offense has struggled. So this is going to be a great matchup. The only problem I got, David, is that this is going to be like a noon kick. If this was like a, a 7 p.m. kick, 
You're talking about a nighttime game in Death Valley? <laughs> then I would really be concerned with Tennessee because, man, I tell you what, you know, Les Miles say this is where, where teams' dreams come to die. <laughs> come to die. And we've been there, Des. That's the loudest place. Yeah. It's the loudest atmosphere I've ever seen, absolutely. I've ever been a part of. I mean, they they get absolutely <laughs> wild at night. You're right. At night, 100%. different animal. Yeah. But, but I, that will be a tremendous challenge. And, you know, you know the interesting thing about Tennessee – they kind of take the crowd out of the game because they know huddle and go so fast. And, you know, they kind of play a yep. different game at a different speed. You kind of got to cheer the whole time, and, uh, and everybody's not willing to do that. Interesting <laughs> to see, too, with that LSU offense, Wendy, and how much they are and Jaden Daniels, how healthy he is. Well, LSU has been on the Twitter, too, all week, promoting the fact, of course, that that game is sold out and the volunteers – have some momentum coming in. Yeah, it's the Twitter, you know, if you're if you're above that a certain Twitter. age. Uh, but listen, uh, they will face uh, probably their toughest road test today. There's no question about that uh, for Tennessee. Meanwhile, we've got a top-tier matchup, two of the top teams in the Pac-12. Utah and UCLA rank one and two in both yards per game and third down percentage out of all the teams in the conference. The two will meet for the first time ever as ranked opponents, and it's certainly worth digging a little deeper into this matchup, Des. So when you look at this, what jumps out at you initially? Hey, I tell you what, Wendy and David, I know you watched the game last Friday night. You know, we're talking about DTR, UCLA's quarterback, and last Friday night, it was built up to be a heavyweight matchup when they played Washington. But if you just take away the stats, because, you know, numbers, they don't lie, but they don't tell the complete story either. When you look at DTR, he seemed so cool, so calm, so composed. I mean, it was like the game has really slowed down for this young man. Like, some of the things that he did that night were just surprising. He, he just completely hurtled the defender. But even more interesting to me and what really caught my attention was that three-yard touchdown run. The way he approached those two defenders, Ooh. and then he had Ankles. the calm and presence to sidestep them and then have those two guys collide and then just walk into the end zone. So I think DTR is playing at not only a high level, but his confidence and the, the way the game is slowed down is obvious and is evident every time you see him take the field. No doubt. And, and people don't get it and people don't understand. Well, why is he so much better as he gets older? We all mature. Our focus becomes better. He's been around Chip Kelly more. He learns to watch tape, learns how to take care of his body. And you could tell he looked like a professional, DTR did. And on the other side, Cam Rising in Utah's offense, he's looked, he's looked the part since he came in. Remember, transferred from Texas. Now he's at Utah. This is his second year as a starter. Last year he took over, really took off. He's got a great ability to do the same thing. Everything's calm. He's calm. It's the short passing attack. It's not down deep. They've, they're down weapons, but they still won multiple tight end packages and run the football and are very physical. So it should be a great quarterback matchup with those two. Over their last four games, guys, also Utah has outscored their opponents by 141 points. And, you know, by, by any number, that's, that's a fair amount of points. So we'll see. I also find it interesting that David used the distinction, we all mature, Des. I don't know. You might should have said, you all mature, David, because I think we need an asterisk on that one for David Pollock. But who am I to Touché, say? Wendy. All right, listen. Touché. <laughs> 
I'm still ahead on college game day. David and Dez and the gang will be headed uh, to a game day. We'll be heading to Lawrence, I should say. Kansas off to a 5-0 start. Jalen Daniels joins us when we come back. College Football Live is presented by Zillow. There's no place like Zillow. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to College Football Live. I'm Tiffany Green in Orlando for an American midweek matchup between SMU and UCF. My partner Jay Walker is on the West Coast. What's up, man? But we have come West together side. to talk West all up. things. Uh-oh, HBCU. Now, we look ahead to this weekend. Alabama State's homecoming. They're hosting Coach Prime and Jackson State. And let me give you, the viewers, a quick history between these two programs. Well, since Coach Prime took over, his first collegiate loss came at the hand of Alabama State back in that shortened spring season in 2021. After the oh. game, they went trolling. <laughs> Alabama State fans went trolling. They put this picture up on the scoreboard. Jackson State would avenge that loss for their homecoming months later. Now, Coach Prime has been pretty candid about how excited he is about this weekend's matchup and how he's adding some fuel to the fire. This is like a money game, isn't it? This is like one of those games that you invite the opponent so you could make a lot of money because Jackson State travels deep. They come with all the fanfare, all the love. You know how many fans we travel with. We one of the greatest shows on earth. We like Wrangling, Barnum and Bailey Circus, but the black version of it. I love the fact that we're going to play Alabama State for their homecoming. I love it. Quote me. I love it. And we love it, too. Can't wait. We'll be on the call this weekend, Jay. And so, what you think? Hey, remember, they don't forget, they played the song at the end of the game. Must be the yes. Monday show Coach Prime with his curl and all that stuff out there. Obviously, we know Coach Prime and Jackson State, the number one team in HBCU football, one of the best in all of FCS football. They want some payback. And we've seen Deion Sanders have the ability to motivate his team. Remember he had that little tip with Alabama A&M? And what did he do? He had some get right there. So I expect Jackson State to come out and play like Jackson State does. Shadour Sanders is a Heisman Trophy candidate for real. Serious contender with the type of numbers he's doing, the star power Jackson State has is phenomenal. But you got to ask yourself, how can Alabama State protect their home turf? It's homecoming. The place is going to be packed. One of the best facilities in all of HBCU football. It's new. It's shiny. If people get into it, then Alabama State can try and protect the hornet's nest. That would be their best chance of doing it. It's going to be a fantastic game. We'll see how it plays out, Tiff. Well, check this out, Jay. We'll have the opportunity to be on the campus of Alabama State. We're taping our Black College Live show there Friday on the yard near the Hardy Center. You won't want to miss it if you are in Montgomery, Alabama. Homecoming season, baby. It's here. 
Guys, thank you. Also here, the first time the Kansas Jayhawks have been ranked in the AP poll since 2009, the longest active drought among current Power 5 schools. Illinois, by the way, now holds that distinction. From 2019 to 2021, Kansas won just five games. Now, the second current Power 5 team since 2000 to win five games in a season after winning five or fewer in the three seasons combined. And Jalen Daniels has a 95.6 QBR through five games. His QBR, the best by a Kansas quarterback through five games since we even began tracking that metric in 2004. And Jalen Daniels, here he is, joining College Football Live. And Jalen, as you listen to all all that one by one it's an impressive midseason resume what's what's that feel like I mean it feels amazing you know to be able to see that all the work that we've been putting in this whole entire offseason and you know finally paying off we love to see that improvement hey Jalen you bring in a new coach a new system this system really highlights your ability to run the football to throw like what did you think when you first started the system and, and how have you taken to it with your, with your new coach and your new offensive coordinator? Yeah, I mean, last year we weren't running. This year it was our first year in the offseason and, you know, they didn't really get here at, at one of those times that a, a coach would really get here. You know, we barely had a few months with them before the season started. So, you know, during offseason we put a big emphasis on learning the intent of the players that were running and we were able to put, on, put in a few more sprinkles into the offense and be able to show. Hey, Jalen, you know, I keep my ear to the streets. And uh, word around Lawrence is that you're a pretty good dresser. As a matter of fact, I remember the Big 12 media days. You have a, you look really sharp, young man. So tell us, where does this fas fashion sense come from? And, um, and, and describe your style to us. Um, I'd say that it comes from my mom. I mean, my mother, my mother has dressed me since I was young. Um, so, you know, Getting that taste of, of, of clothing, you know, what type of clothing I should wear from her when I was younger allowed me to be able to, you know, grow into my own fashion. Um, I started to just look at stuff. And, you know, when I find the outfit that I like, I usually get my mom's approval. And she gave me the green light on that on that suit and those shoes. And, you know, we went out with it. <laughs> Jalen, you ain't never going to go wrong listening to mama. That's a smart man. He That's right. To mama. She's always exactly. got your back. Um, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I know nothing about fashion, Jalen, so I can't add anything to that category. But what do you think about the, the sold-out stadium the past Fact. couple weeks and the crowd in Kansas? Like, everybody, all this team now, all this community, what do you think about the love they're showing to the football squad now? Yeah, I mean, it's exciting, you know, to be able to see that the booth has been packed out two weeks in a row, you know, we're hoping to go for three with this college game day coming in this weekend. You know, it means a lot for us as a program, you know, to be able to see that we're finally getting this type of notoriety and that the fans are so excited for what we've been doing. And, you know, all the offseason work that we've been putting on, putting in is just finally working, uh, finally showing out in the field. Well, Jalen, there's no doubt that you guys have earned this notoriety, but I want to ask you about a teammate, uh, Quentin Skinner, a wide receiver. Now, he's a guy who was a former walk-on. He's your roommate. And then he actually earned the scholarship. How did it feel for you noticing him and watching his journey when he finally earned that scholarship? I mean, you know, he, he's, like a, he's, like a brother from, he's like a brother to me, you know, a brother from another mother, honestly. I mean, me and him have connected since the year. <laughs> we were working at the dorm, the dorm, uh, the field next to our dorm since day one. Literally, the day first day I got here on campus, he asked me to go throw. 
I was able to go out there and throw with a few receivers. And you honestly couldn't tell me that he was one of our walk-on receivers when we first got here. So to be able to see the amount of, you know, work that he's been putting in day in and day out, and, you know, when his chance finally came, he took it around with it. And that's exactly what we do in the game of football. I tell you why I know Desmond and David agree with me that those stories, Jalen, really are what makes college football so great, as well as stories like your season so far. But it's interesting, when I was reading about Kansas today, I saw a number of articles where folks said, you know what, no matter what happens from here on out, it has been a successful season. But I want to ask you, uh, for this season to be a success, what's that look like? I mean, just keep on going in with that 1% daily mentality. You know, I'm not somebody who looks too far into the future, and I'm also not somebody that harps on the past. You know, so I'm focused on this week and this game. You know, we're we're honestly chasing every Monday we come in, we're chasing that 1-0 mentality. You know, we got to treat it like we're 0-0, and we're just going to keep on trying to go, uh, keep trying to go for that 1-0 every day. I tell you what, a short memory, probably your best friend right about now. Jalen, it's been fun to watch. We wish you best of luck this weekend. And, of course, it will be a busy weekend. Dez and David and the whole gang from College Game Day will be in Lawrence this weekend. You can catch them all live starting at 9 a.m. Saturday on ESPN. Still to come as Oklahoma and Texas get set to meet as unranked teams. We'll have injury reports on both teams' quarterbacks. College football insider Pete Thamel up next with the latest. College Football Live is presented by Zillow. There's no place like Zillow. Saturday afternoon, we'll have the 118th annual Red River Showdown. Texas facing Oklahoma at the Cotton Bowl, noon Eastern on ABC and the ESPN app. The Sooners are 3-2 and two. After losing to TCU Saturday, the Longhorns also 3-2. and two, Could get quarterback Quinn Ewers back for this one. Here is both head coaches on their injury situations. There's some injury situations going on right now that uh, they're still up in the air, and I'm really not going to uh, talk about any of those right now until I have clarity, uh, 100% sure on who's, who's going to be available and who's not. My philosophy is pretty simple. Play the, play the guy that I think gives us the best chance to be successful. Uh, whether he's the starter, the backup, hot hand, not whoever, whoever I think is, is going to give us the best chance to be successful and put us in position to win the ball game, that, that's who we'll play. ESPN senior writer Pete Thamel joins us. And, of course, they do want to play with the best players. And if he's healthy, quarterback Quinn Ewers will be among those guys. Uh, what's the latest there, Pete? Well, Wendy, since Quinn Ewers uh, injured his uh, shoulder against Alabama about a month ago, four to six weeks was the original time frame that, that we reported. And nothing about that time frame has changed. He wasn't going to play last week against West Virginia. So the thought is, if, as they monitor Quinn Ewers this week, if he, if he is healthy, um, there's, you know, there's a chance that he'll play on Saturday. Dylan Gabriel, meanwhile, in concussion protocol, what do you expect with his situation? Well, right now, Dylan Gabriel is, is not practicing, as Brent Venables just said a minute ago. And Oklahoma is preparing to play without him. They're, they're, playing, they're giving three of their backup quarterbacks uh, snaps in practice. Davis Bevel, the backup, who transferred from Pitt, uh, would be expected to start in the Red River shootout. Um, 
His backup, General Booty, a walk-on junior college transfer, would certainly get people excited. He is the nephew of John David Booty, the former uh, USC quarterback, the son of Abram Booty, uh, former LSU wide receiver. So uh, I, I expect there to be some quarterback roulette from, uh, from Oklahoma on, uh, on Saturday uh, if Dylan Gabriel doesn't play. Worth noting, Wendy, Oklahoma is one of the leading concussion research centers as a university in the country. This decision is obviously in the hands of their medical experts there. Uh, as it should be, Pete. Thank you. And also worth noting, for the first time since 1998, these two teams are set to meet both as N-ranked teams, Des. We haven't seen that in quite some time. Uh, what do you or who do you uh, think could be an X factor in this game? Well, Wendy, I think that uh, especially if Quint Ewers is going to play, which we don't know, but if he plays, I think that um, one of the players that keep an eye on is Xavier Worthy. He's a wide receiver for Texas, and uh, to me, he's an X factor. In the Alabama game, I mean, he consistently got behind Alabama's secondary. I mean, he had five catches for just shy of 100 yards, meaning he averaged almost 20 yards a catch. He's six foot one. About 163 pounds soaking wet, but the man can flat out fly. And I don't care, even if viewers isn't playing, who's ever at the quarterback position, David, they may may want to make sure they find worthy because I saw the Sooner secondary against TCU. I, I didn't see anybody back there that looks like they can run with Xavier Worthy. He can, he can absolutely fly and hadn't had a lot of production. Um, with Hudson Card as his quarterback. I, I think Quinn Eurostez is the X factor. I think he comes back this week, and I think he starts to get ready for the Iowa State, the Oklahoma State run, at least get a little bit of time, right? I think he'll get some run, and he is. He was lighting Alabama up. He was throwing the ball deep all over the yard. Bijan Robinson in the Big 12 is going to dominate, is going to do his thing. You bring Quinn Ewers back, now they can throw the football to your dude. You just talked about Xavier Worthy, and they have the pass and the balance. I think Texas will be a real player in the Big 12 if Ewers can come back and start to get back to that rhythm and health like he was in the Alabama game. Let me ask you this, David. You know, we started uh, this show off talking about the incredible games that we have this weekend. You got Texas, Oklahoma. You got some marquee matchups in the SEC. I mean, the list goes on and on. And yet, college game day will be in Lawrence, Kansas. Did anybody see that coming five games ago uh, to where we are right now? <laughs> no, no, how awesome no is that? that Tennessee no. LSU's this week, like in the best it's games. It's great, though. UCLA, exactly. USC, or US, UCLA, Utah. <laughs> like, that's what we're focusing on. I'm excited. On, Let's go. Jones, baby. But to Lawrence, Kansas, we go. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. You two have a safe trip.